Hi there, I'm Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional with a passion for building a community of industry-leading women navigating careers and motherhood at the same time. Every week, I'll be sharing tips and tricks to help women grow their local businesses, build their personal brands, and be leaders in their communities, and sharing the stories of women who make it happen while keeping the kids healthy and the house still standing. This is a place for honest conversations among women about business and motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Merged. Hi there, and welcome in for another episode of the Motherhood Merged podcast. I'm your host, Erin Kraber. I'm excited to be here with you today, and I am so grateful you chose to listen to this podcast. Today, I'm ready to dive into one of my very favorite topics, and that is the power of storytelling. As a marketing strategist, I believe that every good marketing plan is focused around the story. It's part one of my five-part creation process because the story of the business is the foundation that everything else is built on. Your story explains your why, your mission, and builds the human connection necessary for the sale of any good or service. I have a couple of good stories of my own to share today that I hope will allow you to really see the value in sharing the story behind your business. I also want to address three lies women in business often tell themselves that prevent the best stories from being told. Finally, I want to share a brief but really effective exercise with you to help you get started on the right path to engaging through story. I've got a lot to share on this topic, so let's get to it. One of my favorite authors is Seth Godin. And one of my favorite books of his is one I was introduced to when I was just starting out in a full-time marketing role. In 2005, that book was published under the title All Marketers Are Liars. One of the things I love most about Seth Godin's books is that they are absolutely packed with real-life examples that illustrate the key points he's trying to make. In this particular book, he uses tons of examples from all different industries and products, to show how people inherently buy based on want and not need. And the best marketers from products like Nike shoes and iPhones understand how to capitalize on the way the human brain uses story to justify just about every purchase. The book recently underwent a title change, so you can find it under the name All Marketers Are Storytellers now. 15 years later, and the message remains the same. Authentic storytelling is what makes connections to the human experience And that connection leads to the justification to purchase just about anything. I loved this book from the start because when I landed my first job as a marketing assistant working at my alma mater, I had no idea how critical storytelling would be to my ability to do my job well. Something that you likely don't know about me is that I made a name for myself by working with one of the top women's basketball programs in the country. I've always enjoyed working with our women's teams, and not just because I am female and I want to support other females. I learned really early on in my career that women's sports do not and likely will not ever sell themselves. In fact, I have to let you in on a big secret in the sports world. Winning does not fix everything. Winning does not equal sold-out arenas. Winning does not equal free advertising or even coverage on the best TV networks. Now, there are a few exceptions to this in men's sports, like Alabama football and Duke men's basketball, but it's not even a little bit true for women's sports. So how was I able to move the needle and pack the arena for season after season for a really high-quality women's basketball program? You guessed it, storytelling. 
I got focused on building a fan base around the student athletes and coaches as individuals and as a team. I highlighted their backgrounds and pulled back the curtain to let people see what made each of them unique and special. Those who bought tickets to the games wanted to cheer on the players by their first names. They wanted to feel the connection to the athletes and to know they were appreciated by the coaching staff. Now, it helped that the games were exciting and the team was winning, but what ultimately drew in new customers was the accessibility of our athletes. We shared so much about them that fans felt like they were part of the same family. This was a really powerful lesson for me to learn early on in my career. Sports fans are a fickle bunch for the most part. It's why the term fair weather fan exists. As the person whose success is measured in number of fans in the stands and the number of tickets sold, there are a lot of elements that happen on a game day that I just can't control. I have no control over how well the team plays or the weather for an outdoor event, but I can control the messages we share and how it builds connections and loyalty to our product so win or lose, the customers keep on coming back. So why am I sharing this particular story? Because I really think it's a great example of the power of storytelling. I want it to empower you as a business owner or service provider to peel back the curtain just a little bit, to share your personal stories, to build that same type of connection with your customers and turn them into raving fans. Put your spare change to work with Acorns. Acorns is our favorite investment app because it's easy to use and make smart investing decisions for us. All we have to do is get gas or make a Chick-fil-A stop. It takes less than five minutes to set up, and once you connect the Acorns app to the credit or debit card of your choice, the app will start rounding up the purchases you make. Then, Acorns takes that change and invests it for you in stocks or bonds to build the portfolio that meets your financial goals. We have been using Acorns for a while now and love watching our Acorns fund grow while we shop. Get started with $5 from Motherhood Merged. Visit AaronKraber.com forward slash podcast to learn more about building a quick and easy investment portfolio with Acorns. When I talk with business owners, and often they are women, I have learned that I get one of three responses when I ask about adding some personality into the business. When I ask how often they share about themselves and their story behind their business or service, this is what I hear. Uh, no one wants to hear about me. Or, I don't have anything interesting to say. Or, it's so uncomfortable to talk about myself. If you had any of these same thoughts run through your mind, I need you to pump the brakes on it right now. These statements are mindset blocks. They're myths keeping you from putting yourself out there in front of your business. And ultimately, they're keeping you and what you offer a secret. Remember what I shared about human nature and how we buy? We don't buy what we need. So even if you sell what has been scientifically proven as the best-smelling beauty product on the market, that fact alone isn't going to be enough to keep you in business. Eventually, you're going to need some form of human connection to bring customers who might not be in the market for the exact thing you sell. But they can become customers when they learn they might not need what you have to offer, but they want it anyway because they can get it from you. Let me take these objections one at a time and give you a little different perspective. One, I hope, will invite you to make a shift in your mindset. First, the idea that no one wants to hear about you. If you're tuning in today, I have a good feeling that you are someone with experience and authority. How many times have you entered a local business with someone's name on the door or storefront and wondered who that person is? One of my favorite places to visit when I was younger 
was a local candy shop called Oaks's Candy. They made the most amazing chocolates, and my grandma would take me there all the time to pick out treats. This was well before the era of social media, but I remembered that inside the door of the shop, they had this framed piece on the wall that told all about the Oaks family. It was old black and white photos and information about where they came from and included pictures of the shop over the years. Doesn't it make sense for customers to know the person behind the business? Customers and clients don't need a full view into your personal life, but it's important to share enough to create authentic connections. Think about the things you have done to build your business and brand. You can likely create a month's worth of social media content if you map these out on a simple timeline. It's peeling back the curtain on your business journey, which is valuable for your customers and clients to understand. This feeds into mindset block number two, which is that you don't have anything interesting to say. Interesting is a relative term. What's interesting to some may not be interesting to another. But how will you know what resonates if you never push anything out to anyone? When you share your background, your expertise, and even behind-the-scenes glimpses, you're giving yourself the opportunity the opportunity to connect, for someone to see what you are about and be interested in learning more. But it's uncomfortable to talk about yourself, you say. It might be, and honestly, that's something in your head that you need to work through. If you are the brain behind your operation, you need to be the face out front too. That means being confident enough to step out from behind the scenes from time to time. Will it be awkward at first? Possibly. But you know what they say. It's only awkward if you make it awkward. It's taking courage to get where you are, so you should be proud to share what you started and the actions you've taken along the way. There are so many ways to put yourself out there that it doesn't have to be overwhelming or awkward. Again, it's not about telling deep, dark, and traumatic stories to get attention. Start with the basics to get yourself comfortable and build consistency. A story can be a simple fact or experience you share. Now, I promised you a quick exercise that you could do to get comfortable with the idea of sharing your story. It's really simple. All you need is a piece of paper and a pencil. I want you to take that piece of paper and draw a line straight down the middle. And you're going to create a timeline. You're going to start at the early days in your business. And you're going to go all the way to present day. And you're going to highlight those key things that happen, the key milestones in your business. Maybe when you established your LLC or you bought your web domain, or you purchased the physical building location, you made your first dollar, big event, anything in the community that happened. I want you to lay all of those things out on the timeline. That right there is your story. Pick any one of those things any day you feel stuck and share about it. That's what people want to know. They get to understand you a little bit more through the milestones and through the achievements in your business. Social media isn't the only way to tell a story but it does allow for the opportunity for bite-sized content to make a big impact. And if you are in business that is highly visual, like a florist, stylist, or baker, honestly, a photo will oftentimes say more than your words. Take the frame piece on the wall from my favorite candy store. If I had their brand story to tell, I would take all that information and pictures inside of that frame and break them into smaller lines for social media. I would take a week to share about the family, Another week to share about the physical location and how it's evolved over time. And then maybe even another week to talk about the recipes. That's a month's worth of content if I posted every day of the week. And in doing that, I could connect with those who knew the family, 
history buffs in town, candy lovers, and even people new to the community who are interested to learn more. A couple of additional resources that might be helpful to you as you start to think more about how beneficial sharing your story can be for your business. In addition to all things Seth Godin, another great book is called Stories That Stick by Kendra Hall. I also really enjoy Story Brand by Donald Miller. And both Kendra and Donald are great professionals to follow on social media, and they share tons of great tips on this topic. I hope that the examples I share from Seth Godin's All Marketers Are Storytellers and My First Experiences in College Athletics has helped to break down some of the myths holding you back from sharing your story. Your story is the foundation, and everything you have to offer is rooted right there. Why keep all that information, knowledge, and experience to yourself? When you start sharing, you can cast a wider net and open up to the possibilities of connecting with more people. People who want to learn more and buy what you have to offer. Let me ask you a question. Are you the best kept secret in your town? You are the thing that makes your business, product, or service unique. Not what you do or how you do it. Start telling people about who you are and watch your connections grow. Connections that lead to an engaged audience and more customers. Not sure what I mean? Or not sure if this applies to you or your business? I can help. And this month, I'm opening up some free brand audit sessions. Spend 30 minutes telling me about who you are and what you do, and I'll give you an easy-to-follow and customized plan for the critical next steps. If you own a business or provide a service, I am talking to you. Visit AaronKraber.com to schedule your free audit call today. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Motherhood Merged. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I love putting it together. If you want to know when new episodes drop, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice so the newest episodes are automatically there and ready to enjoy. And if you want to help this show grow and reach more women who can benefit from hearing what I share, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Super easy. Take a screenshot, post to your stories with a key takeaway or two, and don't forget to tag me at Aaron underscore Kraber, and I'll be sure to shout you out in return. Until next time, stay sane, my friends.